Hey gang, Ross Brand here for LivestreamUniverse.com. This is Livestream News. We're going to be talking about Hurricane Harvey and the aftermath and how you can help people who are struggling, who've been affected by the hurricane coming up at 3 p.m. Eastern on Twitter. It's mobile chat hosted by Ann Wynn, and she'll be talking all about the different ways that you can help people who are struggling uh, in the wake of the hurricane and with the flooding and everything else. Texas just devastated um, by flooding. 17,000 people across Texas right now are in shelters, 45 shelters across the state. In Houston alone, there are 9,000 people currently taking refuge in the convention center. Um, and they're no longer able to take in people from the big buses that are, are coming by, though they are taking a few walk-ins still. Um, Houston's mayor has already made a request to FEMA for assistance to cover an additional 10,000 people, and the city is, is looking to open additional mega-shelter locations. Um, right now, uh, they're doing their best to keep people comfortable, but people are lying on cardboard and blankets and don't necessarily have enough to eat. And uh, it's a tough, tough situation uh, across Texas, but particularly in Houston, which has been hit really, really hard. Um, I want to bring in our guest who is in Houston right now, Ann Wynn. And Ann is the host of Media Chat, uh, which you can follow every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, of course, on Twitter, where all Twitter chats are held. And she's here to talk about what she's experienced and seen and and heard from friends and neighbors and and people right there in her community where it's where it's kind of all going down. Welcome in. Hi there. So tell us what 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 has been your experience first and first of all you're you're it looks like you're at home so at least you're you're safe how how has it been for you uh getting through this this rough storm? Well, my family and I have been very, very, very fortunate because um, we have not lost power, which is amazing. And then we have um, not had water come into our home. We've had high water up to the yard, but it has not made it into our home. So we are one of the very lucky ones because I've been glued to the news and watching the just the devastation around the city. It's it's heartbreaking and heart wrenching. And um, so definitely one of the very fortunate ones here um, have heard from friends who've had water come into their homes. Others have had to um, shelter with their neighbors whose houses may have been a little bit higher than theirs. Others have actually been evacuated via boats. Um, so it's it, it has definitely touched pretty much almost everybody's lives here in Houston. Um, I did want to, while the devastation here in Houston is immense, and, and there's no downplaying that, I did want to mention that Harvey hit uh, Rockport, Port Aransas, uh, and the Corpus Christi and Port Lavaca areas, then that was a direct hit before it started moving over to us. While it stayed over us longer, uh, those tiny towns without the resources that Houston has are completely wiped out. So we need to remember them as well. And I feel like because we're bigger and we get more coverage, um, we may have overshadowed their needs. Right, right. And you can see in the, in the pictures that you sent me, um, Wow, I mean downtown, the, the the water's rising up on the buildings, almost at the top of the trees, and then um, just how muddy and 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 watery, you know, the whole so much flooding. I mean, the big picture view of it. Um, 
uh, how has how your your area hasn't been hit as hard or is it like depends which street you're on almost <laughs> how, how, how bad it is exactly you're absolutely right it's like it's very random as to which street so in my own neighborhood we have been very fortunate to like i said have we've had high water but i haven't heard of any really flooding in my little subdivision right. but the areas that are just right outside my subdivision which are like 10 minutes away which is roads that i normally travel there are people being rescued by boats um and and being evacuated from their homes um and there's another area that i just heard of this morning baytown which is i want to say probably 25 minute drive away um there are people who are on their roofs this morning because the water has gotten that high so um the rain has diminished has come back has diminished has come back but really there's nowhere for the water to go so the water is going to continue to keep rising Wow. Um, how long do they think it's going to be until it actually starts to reverse itself and and drain a little bit? <laughs> Months. <laughs> are, um, are you serious? Um, I wish I was joking, but no, there are areas that will drain pretty quickly um but there are areas that will be months before it's drained um i think it was last year we had the tax day floods i believe it was last year and there were certain areas of town that yeah we still had high water for months after that and that was not even um it's just a percentage of what we got here this time around so uh we're it's going to take us a while to recover Wow. We're talking with Ann Wynn. This is live stream news talking about uh, the effects of Hurricane Harvey. Welcome, Rachel, Michael, Joseph, Murray, Connie. Thanks so much for joining us. Please do share this out. Um, let people know. Ann's going to be talking a little bit about how you can help. Uh, I know a lot of people want to get involved. Um, certainly those of us who are in dry areas that haven't been hit uh, feel feel really terrible that we're able to go about our lives unaffected. I mean, it's just a really weird feeling knowing this is going on and, and wondering how you can help. Um, I, I guess to give a preview of what you're going to, you're going to cover on, on media chat. Um, what are just some of the ways in general that, that people can help? Sure. Um, a lot of people have been sharing information about the American Red Cross, which of course, mm -hmm. as we all know, is a stalwart um, organization who has always helped in natural disaster areas. So definitely that's a great organization to donate to. Um, another tip that we got recently from Megan Ortiz, who is the founder of Big Give Houston, um, was to look at local charities and nonprofits who could really address immediate needs because the Red Cross and other organizations like that can definitely help us Overall, and in the long run, for right now, there are really immediate urgent needs such as clothing and food, as you mentioned, at the shelters and other things, because these people literally showed up at the shelters with just the shirt on their backs. Um, and so uh, I would really you know, advise looking into local charities or churches to donate to via their websites, because not only um, do they really do the work in the community immediately, but their funds can get to them immediately, as opposed to donating through a third party platform. Again, those other organizations are great to continue to, to donate to. I'm not trying to downplay them at all right, for right. immediate and urgent needs. Um, I think that like the Houston Food Bank, um, mm -hmm. and then I think in, in South Texas, there's the South Texas Food Bank and then the San Antonio Food Banks. Because those people are going to need uh, definitely food and things like that. And then uh, at, at the shelters, uh, I know there's churches that are opening up for shelters. And we'll be able to, to get more definite information um, mm -hmm. on mobile chat in a little bit.
So head on over to Media Chat at 3 p.m. Eastern. Mobile Chat. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I always mix them up. Um, media Chat is Aaron's. We won't use that graphic again. Mobile Chat is yours. Did I say Media Chat earlier or did I say Mobile Chat earlier? You did say Media Chat and no worries because um, people get us confused all the time. And I couldn't have asked for a better chat or better person to be confused with, right? I love Aaron. Oh. Um, <laughs> They need people to find the info. So, All right. Next time, just jump in and interrupt me. So don't <laughs> let me say it wrong twice. <laughs> so it's mobile chat. It's 3 p.m. Eastern. And is, of course, the host. And do head on over to Twitter at 3 p.m. Eastern because she's going to be sharing other ways you can get involved and you can learn a lot more about what's going on. Michael Joseph Murray has an interesting comment. He says he's been watching a lot of coverage on Facebook Live using uh, the Apple TV app. And and you mentioned uh, in a Facebook post over the weekend that, that live streaming's been a big way that you've been able to stay up with what's going on. How, how have you been using live streaming or watching live streaming to stay, to stay in touch? Sure, absolutely, because we lost um, the TV signal here pretty quickly. We have direct TV, and just the hint of rain knocks it out. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, where's my computer? And and um, the new local news stations have been really good about live streaming all of their broadcast. And this was not something that was available to us the last time that we had a major hurricane, because um, it was just the advent of social media, and live streaming was just a dream in our heads. And now I love the fact that live streaming and video is able to um, help get information out to people because many people did lose their TV connection or they've lost internet access and we're still able to, to get this information via their mobiles. Um, and so live streaming, I think, played a really, really big part, an important part in getting information out this time around. Wow, that's terrific. Um, you know, obviously it's it's in tough circumstances, but it's good to know that we have these tools as we need them and that um, live streaming is good for more than just entertainment and self-promotion yeah. and things like that. But um, it can actually be another way uh, to stay on top of things, just like radio has been or uh, your mobile phone, your mobile connection, which I'm sure you're going to cover as well, has been obviously a big part of uh, what's, what's kept us going through uh, tough times. We had Superstorm Sandy here where I live. Um, I think it was 20, 2012, the fall of 2012. And yeah. um, I was without power for a week, no heat, no running water. Um, and fortunately, this device kept me, you know, obviously it wasn't a good phone like this back in the dark ages of 2012, but it, it was good enough to keep me in touch with what's going on and connected with people and, and stuff like that. And I remember being so excited when I could actually go back to work for the first day because I had no electricity so I could actually charge my phone at work and <laughs> I mean do some work and contribute of course of course but uh charging that phone was really kind of what I was what I was really all about that yeah. day yeah, and, and Julie was saying that people were posting their addresses to be rescued on social media, which which right. was good. Um, unfortunately, they were you know posting it on like the emergency management offices um, social media sites, which is manned but not manned for those purposes. And so right. um, I, I I know people were using social media in that way. Um, I think that uh, unfortunately they may not have gotten that information out correctly. You know, one interesting thing 
is that Channel 13 is one of the, is the ABC affiliate here in mm-hmm. Houston. The the anchors were on air the entire time, and I like literally was glued to their broadcast the entire time. Um, he was get, one of the anchors was getting tweeted at and texted um, addresses because they were out there. Their uh, reporters were out there with uh, the boats and people who are rescuing them, and so he was literally giving them the address and sending them to these houses to be rescued. And so that's another comment that I wanted to make is that our agencies and first responders were stretched to the max. And what was amazing was that we had the community really mobilized, like neighbors truly helping neighbors. But we also had others from other areas come in to help us, like the Cajun Navy from uh, Louisiana came in to help us with their boats. I mean, literally, it was like this convoy of trucks with their boats attached coming in to help us. And And they've been hit um, pretty hard too, Louisiana, right? Yes, they usually get hit pretty hard with storms, and I think Harvey is moving that way um, to to mm-hmm. pour down some rain on them. Hopefully, not in in any you know as bad a fashion as it has over us. Um, we've had other people from San Antonio and other towns who saw the need for help and rescuers and jumped into their trucks and that got their boats and came down to help us. So. Um, social media and live streaming helped mobilize that. And then the cool thing, and I kept hearing about this app that um, the Cajun Navy was using. And so, of course, you know me, mobile chat and apps, I've got to go investigate. Right. And I found it in what's called Zello, Z-E-L-L-O. So if you guys are listening, I'd love for you guys to be a, a guest. Um, but it's an app that allows you to use it, your mobile, like a walkie-talkie. Remember old school walkie-talkies? Right, right. Communicate that way. So I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. So what are some, uh, are there other mobile apps that you've seen like being used? Uh, obviously, all of our social media apps are mobile apps as well, right? And we use them de- both on desktop and, and laptop, but, but on our phone more probably than we do anywhere else now, like <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and things like that. What, have you seen anything that stood out to you in terms of a post, in terms of something on a, on a mobile app or whatever that you said, wow, that was a creative way to use it or that was... That was kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Um, really on Facebook, a lot of, of just different information sharing. Um, right. um, and again, the live streaming. I mean, while that isn't unique to us anymore, it is unique in this situation, as I mentioned, because mm-hmm. previously when we've had natural disasters like this, like Hurricane Ike, which was nine years ago, we didn't have those capabilities. And so that uniqueness has really lent itself to um, helping us get information out. Um, Zello was probably the one app that I heard about most um, as far as, you know, other apps. We'll probably talk a little bit more about some donation apps and things like that. I know like Apple has made it um, uh, available to make donations via iTunes, um, things like that. So, uh, but it's really, you're correct. The social media apps were what really kept everybody informed and in touch. And it was um, probably a lifeline for many too. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Ann Wynn. She's uh, going to be hosting Mobile Chat at 3 p.m. Eastern on Twitter. And you'll want to head on over there and, and learn more about what's going on in the wake of Hurricane Harvey and also uh, in terms of how you can help out. Uh, she's going to be providing some ideas, as are the people chatting and are you having a guest on this week or it's going to be you and uh, your co-host just going, going one-on-one kind of? Yeah, no, we originally had Phil Gerbyshek, um 
uh, right. scheduled, uh, but I just didn't feel right about having just going on with <laughs> life as normal. Right, um, right. But I wanted to really use the hour in, in some way that would be helpful. And so truly we're just tweeting out information and, and taking questions from anybody if they want to. Um, and Helica, lucky her, is in Orlando on vacation and so missed a lot of this here in Texas. And so she will be chiming in as she can because um, I believe she is in Epcot going around the world right now, if I'm not mistaken. So um, like I said, a lot of it will just be me sending out information and, and really hoping, um, wanting people to, to share it and then also ask questions about how to how else they can help. Right, right. Julie makes a great point about live streaming. She says people have been using Periscope to do their own reporting, and, and that's the thing. You don't necessarily have to wait for the news to show up and get a camera person and a reporter and set up and all that stuff. Anybody exactly. with a mobile phone now can can let the world know what's going on in their neighborhood, on their block, <laughs> in their home, you yeah. know. Yeah, no, she makes a very good point about Periscope. I think um, on Good, Good Morning America, they had focused or highlighted a story about a lady who used, I believe it was Facebook Live, to get um, some attention. She, they, she and her kids had been stuck on a rooftop for a number of hours and were waiting to be rescued. Um, and so that's again the way to use Periscope and Facebook Live, and, and you know back to that live streaming and, and video and how we can use it for um, for good now, not just entertainment. Right, right. Now, with mobile chat moving to the afternoon, it was previously Wednesday evenings. Um, how how has that changed for you doing an afternoon Twitter chat in terms of the community? Are they coming with you? Is it new people? Is it both? What are you finding with the new time slot? Well, great question. Um, last Tuesday was our first time in the new time slot, and we had Madeline Sklar on as the mm -hmm. guest. And so, um, you know, I think that really helped uh, right, right. people to pay attention because it's Madeline. Uh, but I think it's been a little bit easier for people to actually jump in. It's so late in the evenings and, and before, um, right, right. but I had kept it at that time just out of precedent because that was where it was before I, I took over the chat. Um, and this just made sense for Angelica and I to, to move it right. to the afternoon. And you're right. We had um, our community be able to, to come over with us, but we've also been able to reach others who were not able to um, participate in the past due to time differences, right? Like it's 3 a.m. in England and it right, it's time right. here. Who wants to, <laughs> I don't expect them to jump on it. So it chat. opens up Europe, right? I mean, it, it opens yeah. It and opens up in Europe, and so that's cool. And and we intended it for to be a global chat, not just a, a you know a U.S. chat. And so it's really helped, which is another day because a chance to reach a, a global audience. Right, right. And uh, Julie makes a a good point to to keep in mind for anybody who is trying to be a mobile journalist, right? Uh, it's one thing to report from your location, but not get in a car and drive into a flooded streets uh, by yourself there or with a friend is probably not the way you want to go. Don't try and be a hero just to get something on live streaming. And it's, it's important to remind people of that because sometimes the camera gets a little addicting, right? And <laughs> it's one thing to provide information when it's happening in front of you. It's another thing to forget about the idea of running into trouble isn't maybe the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome, Claudia. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Julie, for those, those, those comments. So um, what do you want people who are 
not affected right now to know why why should they come over to mobile chat today at 3 p.m. Eastern and and find out more about uh, what's happening with Hurricane Harvey or Tropical Storm Harvey, I guess they're now calling it. Yes, Tropical Storm that won't go away. Um, right. Unprecedented flooding here in Houston. We've had really bad floods in the past, but this has been truly, you know, they use the word catastrophic. And it is not an over-exaggeration. Right, right. Um, it's amazing photos myself and know that, you know, these areas can get high water, but to see the water actually reach the highway signs at the tops, I mean, you know that that's a really right. high, yeah. And then so that's why I wanted to make sure that we brought attention globally so that people know how to help. Um, a lot of the organizations are really um, right now asking for, financial donations if you're able because that's how it'll help them to mobilize um, because they may be able to get things um, faster as well as more more items for the the you know their money's worth right their value out of their items as opposed to us donating it um, I know the shelters though definitely need need things like baby wipes and baby food and things like that so if you're able to safely get out of your house and you're here locally then I would you know encourage you to do so and not here in the Houston area um, please consider making a financial donation to to one of the organizations that will definitely help this community because this is going to continue on time yeah and you can see the when you can see the tops of the trees and you don't see any of the trunk you know that it's it's an extremely high flood um, and you can see the buildings uh, in down looks like downtown that are actually underwater uh looks like halfway underwater so uh for yeah. some of the buildings um you know that it's serious serious flooding yeah it's crazy flooding i wish i'd had more time to um, shoot you some more photos um just because it, it's amazing some of the photos that my i could not believe that they got out of their houses to go do this like back right, to right. okay please be careful but uh thankful for some of the images um i guess another place well is is heb which is a regional grocery store here who is also a huge community partner they mobilized immediately to go down to south texas and set up mobile kitchens to feed people um and so if you're in texas be they're going to start a I believe one of those scannable uh, donation typically do to to help um, those in South Texas and here in in Houston as well and then uh, right before I came on I saw that Dallas is opening up their convention center for uh, I believe ten thousand in I saw they were looking into six, doing that yeah. And they are. They've, they've gone beyond looking into it. They, they actually are setting up COTSO. Um, and then San Antonio, I know, has opened up their area. Um, I don't know if it's the convention center or the stadium, but they're accepting 10,000 evacuees in San Antonio. So we are definitely Texas strong and we like to help uh, our own neighbors. Well, that's that's great. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to come on. I know you got to get ready for mobile chat. Uh, do everybody follow Ann over to mobile chat 3 p.m. Eastern coming up in a half an hour on Twitter. And you can learn a lot more about what's going on with the storm and how you can help and contribute to making somebody's life a little bit easier. Who's maybe without a home, without shelter, without a place to go right now. And 
uh, certainly a lot of people could use could use our help. So please do turn in, tune in again. Mobile chat on Twitter, 3 p.m. Eastern. And thanks again for spending a few minutes. Thank you so much for having me on. I'll see you guys on Twitter. Hashtag right. mobile chat. <laughs> thanks a lot. Have a great day, everybody.